Matthew the 13th chapter verses 24 to 30 the easy to read version then Jesus used another story to teach them Jesus said God's kingdom is like a man who planted good seed in his field that night while everyone was asleep the man's enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, and then left. Later, the wheat grew, and heads of grain grew on the plants, but at the same time, the weeds also grew. Then the man's servant came to him and said, You planted good seed in your field. Where did the weeds come from? The man answered, an enemy planted weeds. The servants asked, Do you want us to go and pull up the weeds? He answered, No. Because when you pull up the weeds, you might also pull up the wheat. Let the weeds and the wheat grow together until the harvest time. At the harvest time, I will tell the workers this. First, Gather the weeds and tie them together to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it to my barn. Bible before breakfast. Mildred Kingsley Concord here. Good morning. This morning we're still talking about stories Jesus told. And I know that I've been on the wheat and tears for a couple of days now. But you'll agree with me that it's been totally worth it. So much to learn, so much to glean, so much that if we're not careful, we can miss it. So today, even though we're still on the parable of the wheat and the tares, or the wheat and the weeds, whichever way you want to coin it, I believe that God still has so much to teach us. Yes, we've come to realize that an enemy has done this. We've also come to realize that it happened while men slept. Another thing that we brought to our attention is that we must let the wheat and the tear go together lest we mess up things by trying to pull them out. But today, I was just looking at the scripture again. And yes, I know that sometimes I overflow the same scripture. Plus, it's so good. And every time you read the word of God, it's fresh, it's new, it's alive. So why let go of a good thing? <laughs> so I was looking at the scripture today. And yes, like I said, a lot of all these things that I have said to you, I realized. But you know, something else came to my heart. And this is the fact that God, the farmer, creates good people, weeds. But the devil, the farmer's enemy, comes, tempts them, and then some turn away from God and become weeds. Now the people who choose to become evil or become weeds, God allows them to continue to live alongside his own faithful people who are weak. There's no separation between these two people until the final judgment. 
And if you're one of those self-righteous Christians, you may struggle with this concept because you believe that, oh, since they're not following God, they should suffer, they should struggle, they shouldn't make it in life. It will amaze you to know that they do not suffer, they do not struggle, and they do make it in life most times. And that's a hard concept for Christians to deal with. But you must understand that God is not like man. The Bible tells us that he's such a good God that he allows the rain to fall on both the righteous and the evil. And this is not to say that God condones evil, but you must understand that God is a merciful God. He made all of us wheat, but the enemy came and he planted weeds amongst us by tempting some who were created good to become evil. But you see, God doesn't give evil for evil. So it's not a situation of if I do bad, I get bad. And if I do good, I get good. It doesn't work that way. God himself is patient with even the evil because God's desire is that all men come to the knowledge of Christ and that they are saved. And so the only time that there is a true separation is at the final judgment. He allows both the weed and the wheat to grow together. Now one of the temptations we will have as Christians is the same temptation that the worker of the farmer had. His workers came to him and said, Did you not plant good seed? And he said, Oh yes, but an enemy has done this. But he said something very important that I must remind you today as a Christian. He said, allow them grow together. Lest while you are trying to pull out the wheat, you pull out the wheat. So God's admonition to us is, the separation is not your business. This walking around and judging everyone and acting like we know it all because we are the master's children or because we are working for the master will only cause damage, not only in the body of Christ, but in the world at large. Only the father is able to recognize who truly is weed and who truly is weed. And this is why I believe that on the last day we are in for a lot of surprises. Now a lot of us will feel like, oh, I'm doing good, I'm good, I'm weak. It will shock you. And if you're not careful, you just might be weak. Or you just might be weed thinking that you are weak. So you're walking around acting like you're weak when you're actually weak. You see, the problem with the weeds and the weed is that they look so much alike. If you just Google wheat and tares, you'll be amazed at how much they look alike. But the difference is in the fact that there's no weight. So the wind would blow and you can immediately tell the difference. And I believe that that would be the wind of the Holy Spirit when Jesus comes at the end to rapture us. At that point, it will be clear who the wheat and who the wheat is. 
there will be a very clean separation at the end. But God does not want us to run ahead of Him. And you see, because you can be weed and think you're weed, one of the things we must constantly do is check our hearts. Check our hearts to be sure that an enemy had not planted the wrong seed in our hearts and turned us to weed without us even realizing it. Every single day, we must be able every single day we must be able to check our heart by continually being in connection with God. You must stay connected to God if you are to be able to check your heart to know what is in it. We must be very intentional with our relationship with God because that's the only way we can ensure that an enemy has not planted a wrong seed in our hearts. And we must also be careful not to become like the workers who all they wanted to do was to go around pulling up the weed, thinking we can recognize the weed. The truth is, God says that He doesn't judge the way we judge. He doesn't look on the outward. He looks at the heart. At the core of this thing is the fact that if you put the weed and the weeds together, they look so much alike. And if you're not careful, you can miss it. So our job is not really to become weeders. No. The Bible is very clear that those are overzealous weeders because they had no idea. Even though they had good intentions, wanting to purify the community of God by rooting out the bad seeds. This is a very serious temptation for us as Christians because we think we know what God wants. We think we know how God wants people to dress. We think we know how God wants people to talk. And you see, as I get closer to God every day, I realize that my job is not to be God, tempting as it may be. My job is to be representative of Him by living my own life to show how good God is to go around telling everyone how bad they are. So it's a big temptation for us as followers of Jesus. We consistently want to weed out the weed. We just want to go on a weeding frenzy thinking that we can tell the difference and that even when we can tell the difference that we know how to deal with the weeds. Jesus is very clear. That any attempt that we make to root out the weeds will only do more damage because we will miss it. Sometimes we will pull out the wrong people. You know, a lot of times I think about how Jesus was so good at identifying weeds and tears. Remember the story of Judas and Peter? That same night, Jesus had encounters with two of them. As Jesus was basing or washing the feet of the disciples. Peter said, Lord, I would not let you wash my feet. I felt like he was honoring God because at that time, that was an assignment for servants, the lowest of lows, to wash a guest's feet when he came in. 
And Peter said, I will not let you do that, my master. Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you don't have any part in me. So Peter said, you know what? Why wash only my feet? Bathe me because I, I, in fact, I love you so much. I'll do anything for you. And Jesus said, shh. By this time tomorrow, you would have denied me three times before the cock rose. And Peter was, what? I can't do that. I will not do that. I love you. I serve you. I'm loyal. I'm mad about that. And Jesus said, just you watch, darling. Just you watch. And truth to his word, that night before the cock had crowed, Peter had denied Jesus three times. Now on the other hand, Jesus also had an encounter with Judas. They were at the table and he said, the one whom I dip the bread with is the one that will betray me. And Judas picked up his bread and dipped it at the same time with Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what you want to do, do it quickly. Now, nobody else understood that. He thought Jesus was asking him to go and buy extra bread or buy some more wine or something because he held the money back. But the Bible says that Satan entered him at that time. An enemy did that. Because Judas was their guy. Yeah, he had a few bad traits, but he was their guy. And so Jesus allowed him to grow together with the others. And then he went out and he betrayed Jesus. Bible says that Satan entered his heart. Now, at the end of the day, Jesus was able to identify who was having a bad day, like Peter, and who had a bad heart, like Judah. Only Jesus can do that. Because just looking at everyone face value, they were all walking around with Jesus. Just looking at everyone face value, Peter denied Jesus. And everyone should have felt you are so disloyal. You are so horrible. Now I need you to get out of the, our group. You can't be one of the 12. You can't be an apostle. Jesus came and said, you know, this looks like a weed, but it's actually weeds. And what I'm going to do is I'm not just going to restore him. I'm going to make him the head of the pack. He's going to be the head weed. And I'm going to entrust the others to him. If it was one of us, us overhyped and overzealous leaders in church today, we all know we would have cut out the chief with Peter. And this is one of the reasons why our focus is to just continue to build a relationship with God and check our own hearts. Our assignment is not to go around weeding people out of the body of Christ. That's not our job. We can never get it. Because to be able to identify the weed and the weed, you have to be able to see inside their heart. So the best thing for us is to allow us all grow together and let God continue to make the changes in us. But on the day that the wind will blow, on the day of the wind of rapture, there will be a clean separation. Some will be taken into the barn, and some will be thrown into the fire. And on that final day of judgment, it will be clear to all 
not just to the master, to all who the weed is and who the wheat is. My challenge to you this morning and as we wrap up on the weed and tears this week is that you check your heart. Be sure that an enemy has not planted a wrong seed in your heart. And make a result this morning that you will always focus on being weak and not on being a weeder trying to root out weed that you cannot recognize from weed. And make sure you make that decision before you have any breakfast. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Gogo.